Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to episode nine, targeting with uh, JK47. So based on your votes, uh, today we'll be going over cursed objects. So uh, objects being very plain, that could be dolls, mirrors, whatever, paintings. So we'll go over that and... Um, the second part we'll go over is the future of, uh, targeting with JK 47. Um, so ever since the last episode or with, uh, Christopher Allen Brewer, two episodes ago, um, I talked about the gateway project and the gateway project has, has worked i guess um so the frequencies i'm using when i'm meditating now um starting to enlighten my visions and and whatnot and um i'm gonna follow what i'm supposed to do so um from now on going forward um i'm gonna pick a random cold case um from somewhere around the u.s and i will do a live session um not knowing anything about the case um except their name and maybe a little bit more but um you know i'll I'll just pick them because i i've done it in the past um i've i've helped a personal friend um, I've done, uh, John Bonnet Ramsey, um, a Morphew, Suzanne Morphew. Um, I've done, I've done, uh, a couple cold cases and they, they've come through <laughs> with, uh, exponential stuff. I, I, I can't explain. So, um, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking of sending some of the stuff to um, to my buddy Kenny Biddle, and um, see if uh, his uh, technology and information can explain what happened when I did a couple of a uh, couple of their uh, sessions. So um, I was in the height of my. Uh, mental capacity so uh without further ado let's continue so um today's show so today is about cursed objects so let's bring in our first guest our first guest is very well known um let's add her to the stream that is annabelle that is the Annabelle doll that's at the Warrens Museum uh, in Connecticut. Um, it's way different from uh, the Annabelle doll that is in the movies. As you can tell, uh, Hollywood likes to, I don't know, say uh, exaggerate things. So. The Annabelle doll um, is alleged 
that a girl possessed it um, when she passed um, in the 70s. Uh, Donna, a college student um, from the Annabelle movies, uh, she's the one um, where it really started out. So um, she got it as a gift from her mom. And I don't know why girls like dolls like that. So, well, I, I just, I just don't get it. Um, but you can see I have my own Annabelle uh, right here. It has a dress on, different clothes, but I can take that off. So, here's my Annabelle. Um, very little exactly like it she sits up here above my computer on my desk so um over time the doll started doing stuff in the house so they would set this doll in a room and they would come home from uh their shifts at the hospital or the shifts at uh the hospital uh, the clinic or wherever they worked, they were nurses. That's all I know. And they would come home, and the doll's legs would be crossed, or the doll would be standing up, or the doll would be in all these different positions. And as time went on, um, Donna and her roommates um, started getting. Uh, scared, you know, and uh, Donna and her roommates um, started receiving notes, supposedly, from the doll. Um, as in the movie, it was a red crayon, and they, they saw the red on the hand of the doll. I don't know if it's still there. I don't know if the Warrens washed it, but that would be... Uh, a good uh, measurement, I guess, of uh, effects. Maybe if they showed the hands of the doll up, and if you saw the red on it. Um, but the these notes would be saying "help, help." So that that brings me to. Why I was into paranormal was to help spirit, help spirit pass on. And, um, you know, obviously, um, this spirit is uh, calling out for help. And every investigation that I've gone through, every everything that, that I believe is there is no demon. So... If you follow the movies or the Warrens, they, they said that uh, a demon named Valak was in this doll. And I don't believe that. I, I, don't, I don't believe in demons. I believe that there's asshole spirits. Like, there's assholes in life. So, you just got to deal with them and take them head on and, and try to prove them wrong and get them to move on. So... Um, yeah, so the Warrens, 
we're 100% sure that this doll um, contained the demon from hell, but I, I think it's just maybe Annabelle's spirit getting pissed off because she's been in it so long that she wants to move on. And I, 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 I just can't get over the fact that um, they still believe it's the demon, but whatever, that's their thoughts. That's what the stories stick to. You know, that's what keeps the, the churches alive. So um, I also believe that um, that when the uh, Warrens got the doll to their museum, they they put it in this case and ever s since the exorcism failed on this this doll um they took it home from that girl's uh house it was never tied to the original conjuring those those were two separate stories so um uh, the Banshee or whatever was in The Conjuring is different from Valak, the demon in this doll, even though they were in the same movie. It, you know, movies fuck shit up all the time. So, um, the Warrens took the doll, and I guess as Ed was driving back, he got in a bad car accident, and, um, you know, ever since the doll's been in this case, I guess a reporter in the, the 70s um, kind of mocked it, showed it disrespect, um, got in an accident, and so on and so forth. So um, that's the question. So do you think a spirit can possess an object? A spirit is energy. Spirit is energy. Um, all these objects, everything around you, your house, your car, your your the chair you're sitting in, you yourself, you're you're all this energy that is vibrating at a certain frequency. And once we pass on, we're able to understand these frequencies. So maybe we can get into this doll and we can just hide there. And when something pisses us off, we can react. You know, I, that, that's my understanding. I mean, Einstein said, you know, and uh, Kenny Biddle's right. He, he, um, he challenged me on a meme, you know, that said that Einstein believed in spirits and, somebody had uh, turned it around to his original theory that energy never dies. Energy keeps on moving. And they took their perspective of it and, and transformed this thing. So I, I respect Kenny for that. But um, I believe in that energy. I believe that energy can keep moving. I believe that once we pass on, we can go in into these objects and hide if we want to until we get mad i i don't i don't even know how they know what we're saying like 
like how how is it so amazing that you know when you say something or see something it's it's in this frequency and I, that's what i'm trying to figure out guys I'm, I'm i'm really trying to figure it out but um let's go to our next object um so the next object that uh we're going to talk about if you don't know what this is this is the hope diamond the hope diamond um is one of the world's most famous diamonds it's it's very expensive it's tried to been stolen before but um the history of the diamond itself is that it it probably came from india um it looks like from professionals that examined it that it was cut from india um it was uh stolen from a, a statue and it and it led um to the thief's death so is it his energy that's in this diamond or is it is it uh somebody that may have proclaimed an energy to go into this diamond um i don't i don't know it it, it led to to many deaths um for people that that own this diamond or came in contact with this diamond um Jacqueline's Colette was one of the original owners of the Hope Diamond. And um, when she got it, she committed suicide. So it's possible that um, Jacqueline's uh, Colette's uh, spirit might be in this this diamond. She, she was one of the first people to own it. And maybe her disparity or her dismay from life you know her unfinished business uh, might have led her to become part of this diamond I, I i don't know like i said this this is stuff i'm i'm researching so um but but after uh miss colette uh it went to the princess um de la belle um she was the next one to own the diamond and and she died in in a massacre in in the fresh french revolution um shortly after she purchased it so um so the, the after she got it or purchased it i i'm not sure how she acquired it but uh that's how that that princess died um the next owner um was uh jean la tavier um and the next owner of the hope diamond uh was mauled by wild dogs <laughs> wild dogs mauled mauled this person and um that i mean that that's one of the worst ways to die but um the hope diamond right now is in locking key in the smithsonian uh, museum and um i believe it's in uh, washington dc uh, is where the smithsonian is 
and uh, the Hope Diamonds there. Um, yeah, so you know, it's it, it's pretty interesting how, um, like the Annabelle doll person person died in a tragic way, and with the Hope Diamond a person died in a tragic way uh, from the original owner. So, you know, it leads me to believe that there are, uh, opportunities for, uh, um, objects to be haunted. So let's look at the next one. Uh, let's see. Next one. All right. So, so, so this one, <laughs> this one looks a little weird. Um, what this one is, is a statue called the Goddess of Death statue, a.k.a. the woman from Leb. Um, it's a limestone statue. So what do we know about limestone? Um, uh, one of the more uh, haunted places in America is in Arizona. Um there's a lot of haunted places in Arizona where there's a lot of limestone. Same in uh, Utah, you know, Southern Colorado. There's a lot of haunted places. Wherever there's limestone uh, because it's a sediment and it stacks, you know, who knows if that if that's what uh, stores that energy. So um, with this statue, um, what we know about it is that it was crafted in uh, – 3500 bc that's 3500 years before christ so um it's it, it it's interesting uh you know it was found in cyprus um by an explorer in 1878 this statue and the statue as it went on um the guy that found it in cyprus um, he kept it in his house and it went on to, to seven different family members uh, of this explorer. And this explorer um, put a, a curse. I, I, I don't know how, how this could have happened. I, I don't know. Maybe it was a sacrificial emblem and all the spirits from 3,500 years ago came, you know, to bother these people. But, but uh, seven different family members owned this object um, throughout the line that they owned it. And uh, each died after six years of obtaining it. So if the explorer himself obtained it, six years he died, and then his son or, or wife carried it, six years they died. And that happens seven different times. So it's, it's, a, it's pretty interesting, um, the power that a, a, an object can hold. Um, um, Ivor uh, Menasuni, um was the next owner after the original discoverer. And he died only four years after purchasing it. And um, 
the statue vanished for a long time um, after Ivor died. And um, finally, um, the third family that got it, um, the Melred family, and, and they had a death. And there's, there's, it, it just brought chaos to their family. There was only two remaining of, of the family, of this whole family line. And um, the family donated the object to uh, the Royal Scottish Museum. So it's been in this museum ever since, and, and nothing's happened. Um, is it the reflections in this glass case that keep it impaled? You know, because mirrors have um, that kind of... Uh, aspect that that can withhold energy because if you think about it a mirror is the only thing that can reflect a a, a laser or um maybe a, a shiny piece of steel you know it it, it kind of ties all in together and it just kind of opens my mind as to to what happens after we die so um Speaking of mirrors, the next item. Oh, that's not it. It's not on there, is it? There it is. Uh, the dark mirror. Um, the dark mirror is a haunted object um, that's in a traveling uh, paranormal museum, but. Um, as you can see, it, 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 this person that took the picture, it, it's not even showing their reflection, which is kind of weird. So, um, but the owners of this mirror, um, you know, as a piece of art or, or whatnot, um, they would see reflections after owning it. They would see reflections of, of, uh, their corpses so how terrifying would that be to see see your future corpse you know see you know the marks left by your deceased body that 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 would uh totally bother me that that would be something that <laughs> i wouldn't want to see so uh let's go back uh the next thing is a divot box a divot box um, they sell these on eBay and everything else, but what it is, it's it's part of uh, a Jewish uh, mythologically uh, mythology um, that they would uh, put a Dybbuk witch in in these box, or you know, as the Catholics call it, a demon or you know the the christians they would they would put it in this box and then you'd give this box to somebody to to curse them so that the the spirit could run free in the house and you know just like any other object you know it makes me wonder you know can you trap a spirit in these box can you do that 
I really don't know. Um, but in in this particular Divic box, this is the one that's in uh, a, a Zach Beggins Museum. You know, I, as much as I hate Zach Beggins, I, I give respect to the items that he has because um, I respect spirit i don't have to respect him i can respect the spirit because he still has an opportunity to change himself and come true with all this shit. so um but in 2001 uh, a man bought this specific divot box on on ebay and um after purchasing it once once this divot box got to his house uh it's it, it, he started experiencing a lot of strange activity, um, you know, doors opening, closing, lights turning on and off, um, things falling off the wall that there's no way they should fall. And um, after going through this for, for so many years, you know, he, he decided, you know, I think this is the thing that caused it because this is... The thing that uh, I bought when this stuff started and um, he gave it to Zach and Zach put it in his museum. So, so that's about the Divic box. So um, next is, is one of uh, most uh, interesting um, dolls here. Let me get back here. Where are you, Robert? Robert the doll. Robert the doll is in Florida. Um, he's in the uh, museum or something in Florida. But uh, it was originally owned by uh, Robert Eugene Otto. So uh, Robert Eugene Otto, when he was a kid, this was bought and purchased um by his grandfather in 1904. Um, this was before World War One, before World War II. Um, but it's dressed up as a as a Navy soldier, so uh, it's it's kind of interesting to to see. Uh, but the original owner, uh, Rob, Robert Eugene Otto, he died in 1974. And his wife died uh, two years later uh, with the doll in the house. And the doll remained in the house. And, um, you know, uh, after uh, they did the estate sale and stuff, somebody picked up this doll. And um, the next owner of this doll uh, said that uh, the doll would move. Just like the Annabelle doll, the doll would move, it would cross its legs, put its arms in certain positions. Um, it Its face would change expressions, um, which is pretty notable. Uh, I would have took pictures. I would love to see the pictures of it, of the faces chasing, changing expressions. Um, but they would also hear uh, little children uh, giggle. They would hear giggling um, with this doll. Um, so without that, it, it the doll changed owners a lot, 
a lot. They they knew once they they got the doll that stuff started happening, so they would get rid of it, and so it changed many different owners. And what the Robert would cause is chaos in in the owner's life. It, it would cause uh, accidents, uh, divorce, um, all certain things. And and now um, Robert sits in the museum in Florida, and you can see in the background there's all these letters to Robert from visitors that um, have come to see the doll, and they were disrespectful to it. And all these letters in the background of that picture um, are, are apologizing. I, I, I mean, I don't know if I can zoom in. Let's see if I can zoom in more. I don't know what these letters say. <sighs> yeah, you can't read the writing. It gets too depicted. But as you can see, the letters there, those are all apologies to Robert um, to lift this supposed curse or uh, spirit off of them. Um so they have a set of rules before you go in to see Robert that um, you ask permission um, to take his picture um, and, and that you respect him. You respect Robert. Uh, if you don't show him the respect or whatnot, supposedly that's when the curse kicks in. So I don't know who Robert Eugene Otto is, but you know with him being the last the first and last person that owned him before the curses started i i would believe that his spirit is is trapped in the doll and and that brings me to the next point you know i my very first investigation was in michigan and um some of the the stuff I caught was unbelievable. Um, I was scared to death, man. Uh, I can't I can't tell you. You know, it was in Michigan. I live in Colorado, so on that plane ride, that whole way there, I I was just like, okay, I gotta stay strong. I gotta stay vigilant. I gotta gotta help these people. So. So I got on the plane, and when I landed, um, Kelly and Frank came and uh, picked me up, and we drove back. It was about an hour drive, 45 minutes an hour, and got, in, got into their house. And before walking into their house, I I could feel something watching me. I could feel something something bad but you know i didn't want to i didn't want to show it to him you know i i i fought really hard because it's my first personal investigation and um went into their home they showed me around 
they showed me where I was sleeping and um, I was in the room where most of the stuff happens. So I, uh, I was laying in the room there um, just kind of unpacking and stuff. And I started to smell um, like rotting flesh is what it smelled like, like rotting meat. And I went out and I grabbed Kelly and I said, I said, can you smell it? She's like, yeah, yeah. We smell it all the time. It's also over here. And it was also in the, where the um, washer and the dryer were. And that was the only places in the house that you'd smell it. So, you know, I, I, I wanted to take the perspective of it. Went under their house to even search to see if there was any dead varmints or, or raccoons or anything that was given off the smell. There was there was absolutely nothing under the house. And I, I tell you guys, like I hate I hated going under their house because because I hate snakes. I hate I hate being in tight spaces. And I was on Frank's um, uh, crawly thing that he uses to to fix under his car. I I was using that to roll around on the ground under the under the house. And oh man, I I hated being down there. But um, you know, I, I was there to do a job. And so here's here's a clip of of. The first night of being there. This is the first half hour. I had just gotten into the room and um, felt something and, and turned on the camera. This this is what I saw. So A lot of activity. Look at that. Right Look there in the middle. That. Are you here? Do you wish to communicate? I see you. Holy crap, look at that thing move around. Yeah, guys, so so that was like the first 30 minutes of being in that home. But throughout the investigation, um I I started gathering more evidence and um with my beliefs and everything, I, I ended up uh, getting this entity or whatever it was, this evil spirit, in, in into a doll that that was in the closet that you just saw. Um, I'll play it again. So a lot of activity. This closet. Look there's a that. doll. You can see the skirt that. on the bottom there. Are you here? Um, but there's you a doll. To communicate. In there. I see you. And uh, I didn't. I didn't know Holy that. Like, crap. I, look at that thing move around. I was so excited by that that experience that I just had, and I um, I went around the house trying trying to get stuff. Cat balls were going off every now and then, and uh, um, throughout the time there, as as I added um, the brine barrier, I I. Uh, I trapped it into the closet, basically, and I trapped it into this doll, and 
I asked Kelly about the doll and she said that, um, that yeah, that's, that was mine. It, 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 it's an old doll. And I, I said, I said, Kelly, it's kind of weird. Um, did it have eyes at some point or were the eyes ever, ever knocked out of it? And it was a porcelain doll. And, and she said, what? And, and she came into the room and looked in the closet at the doll and the eyes were missing. And she went and asked her husband about it. And Frank said, I, I don't know. And, the the funny thing is is that the eyes the eyes of the doll weren't inside the doll's head or else you'd hear, hear him rattling around like hold the doll upside down you, you know you'd hear the glass eyes rolling around in there and they weren't in the closet they weren't on the ground this doll had no eyes and and the face is glass is like porcelain glass so the only way to get the eyes out would have been to break break the doll but there were um there were no breaks in it and here's a picture of uh of the doll let me show you here right there that's the doll and as you can see the the eyes are gone and even looking at this picture now like like looking at it if you look into the eyes it does not look like like solid like you can't you can't see the back of it it's like they're uh, kind of hazed over. And I told her, I'm like, I, I, I think I have the, the spirit trapped in this doll. And what we did is we sealed the box off. We taped the box up, put it in a trash bag, wrapped the trash bag, duct taped the trash bag so the box wouldn't deteriorate. And uh, got rid of it. So, you know, uh, do cursed objects exist? To me, yeah. I, I think that that uh, energy can can transform itself. And you know, when when we pass on, what's to say that that if we focus enough, we can't put our energy into an object? you know, and, and get to, get to the ones we love. So who knows? But, uh, anyways, guys, uh, that's all I had on, uh, cursed objects. Um, but what I'm thinking of going forward, um, with targeting with the JK is, um, every week, um, adding a live session to a new cold case. So I'll randomly pick a cold case throughout the United States. What I'll do is I'll show their picture on the, on the screen. 
and you know we'll say their their name missing this was the last date they seen them or 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 whatnot and um and just go off that information do a live session and see if anything proclaims see if anybody reaches out that that would be interested and see if the information helps so so uh that's what i'm thinking and you know because uh i'm running out of topics here not got not getting a lot of feedback from you guys that's the problem not getting a lot of feedback in the comments or whatnot so like right now i got no comments right now but um i love you guys i can't thank you enough for uh supporting me and i wish you nothing but love and light and i will see you next week so um thank you guys and this has been targeting with the jk47 have a good one